you know, well, it's not a problem until it's a problem, but then usually it's a big problem. It's a massive problem, yes. Have yourself prepared, be vigilant, have your serial numbers written down and stored somewhere secure. So when we do respond, hopefully if you've got cameras, we've got cameras we can go with. We've got serial numbers that we can enter for stolen property, and hopefully you have that old retired gentleman across the street who <laughs> saw everything. Yes, that, that would be the most ideal situation, right? <laughs> Correct. Welcome to the Inside Perry Podcast, where you get an inside look at Perry, Georgia's local government. We're glad you chose Perry, where people make the difference. Whether you stay a few hours or a lifetime, your time in Perry will be rewarding and unforgettable. I'm Tabitha Clark, Communications Manager for the City of Perry. Today in Episode 3 and the last of our series of our Stop the Scam with Detective Sergeant Ike Wilcox with the Perry Police Department. All right, so we're back with the Inside Perry podcast with Detective Sergeant Ike Wilcox on our third episode. We have to have so many because there's so many scams uh, that the police department is seeing that we want to make sure that you're aware of and to educate you on how to lessen the chance of you becoming a victim. So welcome, Ike. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. All right, so today we're going to talk about a lot of security as far as personal security, as far as vehicle, home, things like that. So let's start with the vehicle, because that seems to be a big issue around here and our surrounding sister cities as well. So how are we going to be safe with our vehicle? Being vigilant. Over the 17 years I've been in law enforcement in Houston County, by far the most reported property crime is are entering autos people going into vehicles and nearly every one of those cases are simple to prevent one people don't lock their doors or two they advertise to the criminals and that's going to be in the main theme of what i talk about is don't advertise yourself to criminals mm -hmm. from my understanding you don't see a lot of smashing of windows to to get in there if they don't see anything it's a lot of pulling on door handles and things like that, just seeing if they could get a quick hit, right? Absolutely. You know, I've had so many victims in the past, when I asked them if they had their doors locked, they always reply, well, no, I don't want to lock my door because they'll just break my window. Right. Well, that's absolutely a misconception. That's absolutely false. The windows that are broken out of vehicles are seen usually when a lady leaves a purse in the front seat. Mm -hmm. When someone leaves a gun sticking between the seats that's visible. When someone leaves a bag that looks like it could hold a laptop computer or something mm -hmm. of, of large value like that. Those are the only times that we see windows broken. And the reason is the criminals, the way they operate, they'll walk down the road. They will pull door handles like you said. Now, if your vehicle's unlocked, they can open it quietly. Mm -hmm. They're stealthy. And they can simply take their time and rummage through the entire interior of your car. And whatever's there, they feel like they're entitled to it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then they're gone with it. If they pull your door handle and it's locked, they simply go on to the next car. Right. It's quick. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what I've explained is how people advertise to criminals, you know, purses in the front seat. Well, unfortunately, we can't be everywhere at once. We can't sit there and watch your vehicle and make sure someone doesn't look inside. Mm -hmm. But if a criminal comes up, and they look into a vehicle, they see nothing obvious that they want, and the door is locked, they will move on. 
moving more onto that subject, I know that y'all see a lot of guns in vehicles that get stolen. Either they don't lock their doors, they advertise it. Let's talk a little bit about how serious that is. Absolutely. Uh, you going back to the statement of, well, they'll just break my window. Okay, well, what if they do break your window? What's worse, a broken window or finding out that your stolen gun was used in Absolutely. a murder somewhere mm-hmm. or some type of violent crime? Rule of thumb, secure your firearms. Do not leave them in your vehicle. We understand that sometimes you may do it by mistake, but if you sure. make it a common practice, then you are much less likely to leave it in there. It is incredibly difficult to solve any crime when someone tells us well my gun was a glock nine millimeter well there are millions of glock nine <laughs> there's millimeters, a lot of them out there <laughs> which means if you don't have your serial number we cannot enter it as a stolen gun it makes it impossible to trace so by far the best thing you can do and i'll mention it on other things as well write down your serial numbers put them somewhere safe take a picture of them keep them in your cell phone keep them in multiple places so we can track those down if we need to. Yeah, because you're right. You can't solve anything if you don't know that that gun belongs to that person. Mm -hmm. So we talked a little bit about also, you know, items of value in plain view. What others besides guns would you consider, you know, appetizing to a criminal? (laughs) Uh, So often I I hear people say, well, wow, I can't believe they didn't take, for example, this trinket that belonged to my you know great grandfather mm-hmm. brought it back from world war one well you know bear in mind that what is valuable to you right. and what is valuable to the person stealing it are two very different things they're looking for things that they can make a quick buck off mm-hmm. of something that they can gain some sort of financial advantage if there's not money involved it means nothing to them so guns they can sell you know purses they can get checkbooks they can reprint these checks they can wash right. these checks you know debit card numbers they can go You know, even if it's getting a tank of gas in their car before you cancel it, they've gotten something from it. Mm -hmm. You know, they keep in mind they can run a debit card as a credit transaction. That's right. And they don't need the PIN number. They're free with the money before you have a chance to do anything. But also anything I mentioned, you know, a bag that looks like it could contain something. Keep in mind if you've got charging cables for phones laid out, well, that's indicative that you have a phone that may be in that vehicle. Mm -hmm. So... Those little uh, loose ends, I like to call them, you know, tie those up, tuck those away. Especially if you do not lock your doors, right? Especially (laughs) if you do not lock your doors. Another thing that I know that I've been guilty of is leaving the car, like it's super cold in the morning and you just run out there, you start it up to make sure that it's not freezing in there and then you go back inside. That's a big no-no, isn't it? Yeah. Now (laughs) that has uh, improved with technology. You know, most vehicles now you can, or a lot of vehicles now have a remote start so you can start it and the key not even be in the vehicle. Mm, True. So if you have that capability, you know, warm your car up, be comfortable when you get in it. But for those of us that don't have that luxury, if you go out to your vehicle and you crank it up and you leave the key in it, it's running, it's unlocked, and someone needs a ride worse than you do, mm-hmm. your vehicle will come up missing. It does happen regularly, not so much in Perry, but it does happen in Houston County as a sure. pretty common occurrence. And we just want to be vigilant again that we don't give that option to them. Always secure it up, and that can include drop-offs. We drop our children off at daycare in the morning. You know, all we don't want to do is walk them in the door, come right. to my June 8th session, and I'll show you a video mm-hmm. about what happens when you do that. Yeah, because it seems like, you know, you're just going to run in, especially with the store, for a quick second. And you're like, I don't need to lock it. It's fine. But 
like if I go with the Dollar General or something, that's just as easy. Walmart, Kroger, Publix. I mean, even those that you think you'll be safe, you're not going to, or the chances there that your car could get taken. Correct. As a matter of fact, my best friend had his truck stolen uh, 530 in the morning when he simply went into the gas station to get a drink on his way to work. He came outside and someone was driving away in his truck. And it happens that quick. It does. So let's go on to home security. This is something that when I first heard it, I was like, okay, you know, especially with advertising yourself um, to the criminals. It's amazing how many things that a criminal can pick up on just by looking at your house. We love big picture windows in our living room. But what do we also have in our living room? We've got our top of the line flat screen TV Mm -hmm. that we just bought or that we just got for Christmas. Uh, You know, so bear in mind that whatever you have that can be seen from the roadway, you know, whoever's passing by also sees that. You never know who's watching. You know, how many people drive around Perry looking at the trash that you discard? Right. Well, they may be looking for a gym. Well, that gym may be advertised to them by the big Samsung TV box that you set out by the trash can. Right, right. Because you didn't have time to break down the box. Careful about what can be seen from the outside in and careful about what you put out by the side of the road. Large boxes, they're, they're not fun to deal with. Break them down, turn them inside out. Sometimes your employer may have a dumpster or you know a friend's employer may have a dumpster you can use. Dispose of that box somewhere other than your home. Even if it means driving it to the dump, to a recycling center, do not leave it out in front of your house because that tells everybody in your neighborhood and anyone passing through what you have inside of your house. And they're huge billboards, especially the TVs. And I know around Christmas time, holidays, birthdays, it's also, that's that's a major point right there. Absolutely. We used to uh, have a say in what do the criminal's children get for Christmas, and that's whatever you have under your tree. You know, if it can be seen from the road, a lot of times that uh, that that does happen. Again, I don't want to alarm everyone. That doesn't happen very often in Perry. However, it's it's a matter of, of being vigilant, making these things a common habit. That's right, because even Perry's not, I mean, we're very lucky that we don't have the crime that some of our surroundings have, but you never know. I mean, there's always that opportunity. I know you're also very big about knowing your neighbors. So why is that important? Unfortunately, we don't have relationships with our neighbors that we, you know, did 20 or 30 years ago. But one of the absolute best things you do, you know, you can you can establish neighborhood watch programs all day long. But ultimately, it's going to be that retired gentleman that lives across the street and sits in his garage all day that's going to keep your neighborhood safe. Mm-hmm. It's going to be those people who are there who constantly have eyes out. And they know who's in and out of your neighborhood. They know who's supposed to be there and who's not. If you get to know those folks, even if it's on a first name basis, give them your phone number, make sure you have theirs. And if they see anything going on, they're gonna call you or they're gonna call 911. That is better than any camera system you could ever put up. You actually could have you know, a firsthand witness to something by doing that. Of course, cameras, I'm not gonna knock cameras. Cameras are very important now, sure. um, but they're an investigative tool. Those are something that we usually review after the fact. Rarely do we catch anything live as it's happening on a camera. And I know y'all also say, you know, if it feels, it looks suspicious, it probably is suspicious. And it's better to be safe than sorry as far as calling either the neighbor that it's happening in front of or calling y'all a 911 just to let y'all know. Acts of omission, you know, we could see something and think that that's, you know, 
well, maybe it's nothing. Sure. You know, well, it's not a problem until it's a problem, but then usually it's a big problem. It's a massive problem, yes. Have yourself prepared, be vigilant, have your serial numbers written down and stored somewhere secure. So when we do respond, hopefully if you've got cameras, we've got cameras we can go with. We've got serial numbers that we can enter for stolen property, and hopefully you have that old retired gentleman across the street who <laughs> saw everything. Yes. That, that would be the most ideal situation, right? Correct. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on. This has been some really helpful and really enlightening things about how we advertise ourselves to criminals and the great takeaways on what we can do. And the most important thing that I can reiterate is the fact that don't think that it can't happen to you. Absolutely. Almost all of my victims come back and say that exact same thing is, I can't believe I fell for this. Thank you so much for joining us and providing this really valuable information. Thank you for listening to the Inside Perry podcast. Remember, anyone can become a victim of a scam. So we encourage you to take some time to learn how to stop the problem before it becomes a problem. If you like Inside Perry, we encourage you to subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and family. We'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. We look forward to seeing you around in our amazing community where Georgia comes together.